Hello, hello, Graham Cludy here from the Smashing Security Podcast. I've fallen through some sort of freak wormhole in the podcast time continuum to appear here on Breaking Breaking Badness. Breaking Badness. Breaking Badness. 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 Hey, Breaking Badness. This is Cheerio, and I am wishing you a happy 100th episode. Greetings from Dublin, Ireland. I'm delighted to be here. And what an amazing achievement by Breaking Badness with our 100th episode. Wow. I can't believe we have hit 100 episodes of Breaking Badness. Hey, Kelsey, Chad, and Tim. This is Alan Liska, and I want to congratulate you on 100 episodes of Breaking Badness. So as you may know that the main tools Breaking Badness podcast has now reached 100 episodes, and that is an incredible milestone that is worth celebrating. Hello, my name is Ryan Kovar. I'm a distinguished security strategist at Splunk, and I'm a Breaking Badness podcast listener. Well, hey there, Breaking Badness fans. I hope you enjoy this quick homage from our previous guests on Breaking Badness for the 100th episode. And... There's only one thing they like more than puns. 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 So please join me in thanking them for their time on Breaking Badness, as well as enjoy some of their favorite moments from the show. What's there not to love about Breaking Badness? Oh my God, it allows cybersecurity professionals to take their passion and make it happen. Having that sense of reflection, um, bouncing back off of each other about different situations and talking about inclusion uh, when it comes to conferences, creating safe spaces, but also to launch basically my idea of bringing rights to hackers. So my favorite memory is when I got to meet up with y'all at the Black Hat 2019 press room. We had some really great conversations. And thank you so much for all the puns. It was my privilege and honor to be able to co-host an interview as part of our Voices from InfoSec series with Liz, an analyst who at the time was working for the U.S. government. It was an amazing and thoughtful conversation about how to get into InfoSec and how people of a variety of backgrounds really make our space better. My favorite episode of Breaking Badness podcast is probably the one they did in January of 2020, where they reviewed the solar winds and sunburst malware. I found it informative, it was useful, it was timely, and I enjoyed the perspective of a company that wasn't an endpoint vendor or someone intimately involved, uh, like some of the other vendors who released blogs and podcasts around it, uh, who were actually probably too close to the data to get good perspectives. It goes into different levels of depth into the topic that is being discussed, which makes it very accessible for all types of audiences, whether you're a security newbie or an expert, uh, there's something for you and there's something that you can learn. It's hard to pick just one thing that has been really great about the podcast. There's so much there. But, but there are two things that really jump out at me. First was the interview with Paul Vixie, just perfect podcast material there. And then Anytime Chad really comes prepared with the puns and just hits them rapid fire, because you don't expect that from Chad. And, and you can tell when he's really passionate about punning something, 
and you know, and he just goes for it with reckless abandon. That always just brings a smile to my face. I can't really pick my best episode today, but I know the best episode is still in the making. It's when Breaking Badness comes to Dublin, Ireland. Happy 100. And onwards to another 100 episodes. Again, congratulations and looking forward to 100 more episodes. Have you ever wanted to learn more about the infectious theme music featured in Breaking Badness? Well, it's your lucky day. I sat down with John Roderick, a talented musician, friend, and the artist behind the music you hear every week. Welcome to the 100th episode of Breaking Badness. I'm very excited and eager to introduce my friend, John Roderick. Nice. <laughs> Still gets me every time I fall asleep thinking about that song. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm curious, John, I'd love to hear about your creative process when creating this music, because I don't believe we gave you much to go on. We pretty much just said, hey, we have the cybersecurity podcast. We're goofy people. Could you make us some music? <laughs> yeah, it's a whole... Uh, a whole other world making soundtracks and making um, making music beds for video games. And a lot of the musicians that I that I've watched kind of, you know, you, you have a band in your 20s and the band is as successful as it is. And then if you want to keep making music, unless you were in Blink-182 and your band became, you know, a, an edifice, um, a lot of musicians have to have to pivot. And in the old days, you know, you kind of pivoted to music lessons or um, but 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 most musicians didn't have the technology or the access to to connect with the larger world uh, where music is needed. And people in Los Angeles that had degrees in music and access to orchestras were who made a lot of the music for television and, and the interstitial music that you find in commercials, commercial applications. Now, a lot of the people I know that used to have bands found a way to continue to make music that, because there's, there are all these new places for it, video games and, and so much television being made so much internet, uh, need for snippets 15 seconds 30 seconds of music um my friend chris who is the singer of the presidents of the usa he's a guy who just is constantly making music small little bits of music and was one of the first people that i knew to make this kind of um it's like almost go to commercial music right you're what you're watching mtv's the real world and it's time for a commercial or time, you know, time for a scene change. And all they need is something, you know, some um, Seinfeld music. Boom, ba -da -ba -da -ba -doom -ba -doom. <laughs> uh, but but something cooler. And Chris Ballou started making all these little bits and bobs and it became a whole career for him um, where 
he doesn't even want to be in the presidents of the USA anymore. He just kind of makes these little bits. Well, it always intrigued me. And I also like to make these musical ideas that are, in a way they're a complete thought. They have a, they have a rhythmic element. They have a melodic element. They have tension that gets resolved. There's a, there's an element that kind of is maybe on a, a polyrhythmic relationship to something else in the music, right? Like the bass line is dun 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 while something else changes over the top of it. You know, something is moving and something is staying constant. I really enjoy that uh, that process, and it's discreet from making a song. A song that has a verse, a chorus, a bridge, lyrics, you know, that's a, that's a real, uh, every song is, is, is real architecture, even ones that seem small and dumb. And this is a much, uh, a much tighter piece of architecture. And if it, if it doesn't work, you know it, you feel it because we all, all of us make things that, that they have all the pieces. It seems like it should work, but it, but it doesn't, it fails. And, and so the ones that do click and that, that you respond to emotionally, which is what music is there to do. Um, they feel like rare and, and like, like beautiful gems, you know? And so that's what I set out when, when you, when you needed this song, you know, it had to, I know a little bit about the internet security world. I know who's living in that space and trying to emotionally connect in a way that, you know, because I also know you a little and you have like a kind of, uh, a po such a positive energy as a person that the music needed to also kind of reflect that your energy and your, your curiosity. And the fact that the whole point of this podcast was to go out and, and connect, connect with the, the world of your business and the world you were trying to, you were trying to help people and also trying to understand the problem. Um, the problem, which is like an unsecured internet full of bad actors. All of this is kind of making me, as I sit down with my instruments, you know, kind of inspiring me. Because a lot of the music that I typically make, if I'm just making it for myself, is like sad bastard music, you know, like, <laughs> what, you know, why is love so complicated and why are people so weird? And this was a different, you know, I was, I was motivated by a different set of, of ideas, I guess. That's a really beautiful description, John. And I feel like I could just listen to you talk about music all day. And that makes me personally, and hopefully our, you know, the fellow co-hosts feel very seen too, that you could have taken so little information, but have been absorbing and reflecting back these nuances and, and the characters alone that are in the podcast the company, the space, and also the dynamic of all of those things intersecting into something so perfect. And I just can't 
say it enough when I received the track, it was just so, so perfect. There were no notes, no pun intended. <laughs> um, it was just ready to go. <laughs> well, yeah. And your co-host too. I mean, the, the, the intelligence that's in that, uh, in your show, you know, the, the resource, the, the, the uh, intellectual and kind of, you know, personality resources that you have. And it's very curious. It's very outward looking, you know, it's not a podcast where you're trying to, you're trying to um, sell your thing as much as it is. You're trying to, you're trying to see what the space is an ever changing space. And you've got a lot of people that are hopefully people listening to the show are also they have that, that um, they're intrigued because it is such a fascinating place and it's constantly changing and it's constantly um and it and and it, and in a way it's more and more necessary all the time you know that 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 as the as the landscape changes it's not like the problem is solved the problem is ongoing and the people that are connecting with it and and you know and you get a lot of there are a lot of engineers who are trying to solve discrete problems but then you have the the larger, the larger space you're working in, which is, you know, it's not just an engineering problem, right? It's a vision problem often. And so, you know, the podcast excited me because it felt like, right, this is, you know, you're trying to get a, you're trying to get a brain trust. You're trying to get other people to, to elucidate and to kind of fill in a, um, you know, write, to write a book on it, basically. Write the book on it. And that's just a neat... That stuff really intrigues me, and it really makes me wish that it was maybe more in the popular domain and not uh, not just an industry, but, but more of a, a global conversation. Because, you know, most lay people have no idea. They have no idea what the threats are. They have no idea how those threats are being constantly addressed at a at a level that's you know, invisible to to the lay world and it's fascinating it sh it's it's a it's you know it's it would be much more interesting to a to a global audience i think than a lot of people even in the industry would would consider if it were translated into language that that people could you know that wasn't technical and, uh, you know, and I think personally, like knowing you, that's, that's a set of skills that you have, right? That ability to kind of, uh, make it, make the technology personable, which Thank is, you, you, John. Know, you know, that's a deep, that's, that's a deep set of skills. I mean, that's like being able to, um, run a hundred yard dash in a way. It's not, it's not a thing everybody has. Well, I really appreciate all of, all of your kind words and I am very thankful that the podcast did inspire you to create this beautiful piece of music that again I listen to multiple times a week so I, I appreciate you in that sense too that you made something that I listen to multiple times a week and I still love it a hundred <laughs> episodes in and that's really saying something so I just want to thank you on behalf of the whole Breaking Badness team and I also want to say and this is in the show notes for our listeners John is the reason that our podcast sounds the way it does. He really helped evolve and, and really 
bring our sound into the 2020s, I would say, or the 2019s at the time. We had just this sad little mic that sat betwixt the three of us triangulated on a, <laughs> a table yeah. and yeah. and John uh, brought us back and uh, helped us pick out the right tech to make yeah, this you happen. Just, you, needed, <laughs> you needed a little pro audio and that's that's not something that every that every computer person naturally gravitates toward. Some do, some do. I should I should call out also that um, that the drums on that track are actually sampled. Uh, they were played by a guy named Alex Westcote, uh, and you can he it's from a song called Photograph, and he he and I have played together. He was actually in the Long Winters for a little bit, and so we're all part of this Seattle music community. And I I consulted with a, another friend named Eric Anderson who has a band called Cataldo. And I said, Eric, you know, I want this track to kind of, you know, punch more than just with electronic drums. I want it to kind of punch above its weight with with the excitement of live drums. And Eric took some drums from Alex and chopped them up and put them in to the track. So it's a it was actually kind of I got to the point where my ability hadn't created the quite a punchy enough track and then Eric and Alex filled in and and um and made it sound like it does. That's something I really admire about the music community and I think is very similar in the security community is it's very collaborative and when people are willing to say hey there's something I'd like to do to improve or innovate this thing and you're able to pull in the different perspectives and experiences of the people around you that you trust, you can make something so much better than you could have ever made just by yourself. So I, I certainly love that about the music scene and especially the, the Seattle music scene. And again, can't, you know, thank you for, for asking for that from them because it definitely comes through wonderfully in the track yeah, and thanks. certainly appreciate their work as well as yours. Thanks, Kelsey. It's really nice to talk to you. I'm glad the podcast is is has been such a success. I really believed in it from the start. It's all thanks to you, John. <laughs> we needed you from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Breaking Badness, episode number one hundred. Recorded on October 18th, 2021. I'm your co-host, Kelsey. It's a ponderful life, LaBelle. With me, co-host Chad, centipetal force, Anderson. And last but not least, Tim. As ponderful is marvelous, Helming. I was wondering I if you were going to sing that one. <laughs> I decided to go the Irish accent route. That felt more true to form um, for who I am as a as a human person. As as an Irish person. As, as a, a human person. As a human. Am I human? Though, if I have to say it, that's kind of concerning. It's like thou doth protest too much. Yes, I am human. Well, you have to declare yourself not a robot like ten times a day. So. <laughs> it's true. It's you're true. kind of forced to protest too much. <laughs> well, we have a very fun celebratory episode in store for you all today. Uh, we're gonna share some fun memories of our last 100 episodes, relive some of our best, 
and worse puns, depending on who you ask, and just really love on all things Breaking Badness. But that's that's what's in store today. I'm, I'm down for it. Yeah, I guess I could do that. <laughs> like, I right, it sounded enthusiastic. Like, oh, yeah. All right, we can do that. What, 100? Uh, wake me up when we hit the thousandth episode. <laughs> I can't no, I do my uh, 500 miles puns or anything, you know, about how far I'd walk or how many pods I record. And so yeah, we have to we reach 500. Do, I first. would. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> you were just going to sing it. It wasn't going to be a bet you had a full song prepared. Yes. Uh, mostly interpretive dance. It's hard to get it across in, in a podcast. <laughs> you should try. <laughs> Give our listeners what they want. Just your. Oh, didn't we? Yeah, uh, didn't we? We tell everybody we we're going to be a video blog from now on. I've vlogging is so hot vlogging? right now. Yeah. <laughs> I've really got a face made for video, so I'm welcome. <laughs> Just saying you're welcome to all of you right now. This makes me think of something my father-in-law says, which is, I'm not conceited, although I could be. And that's just what I heard from you, Chad. Or another one is, I'm humble. I just thought you should know. Yeah, I'm the humblest person I know, and I can prove it. <laughs> yeah, Dominic likes to talk about how his modesty is one of his finest qualities. <laughs> I think that's fantastic. I genuinely don't know what I would do if I saw that come in on a resume. I, I don't know if that would win me over or leave a bad taste in my mouth. Putting humility as a a skill. Maybe that'd be something I'd, I'd like to endorse people for on LinkedIn because I think that would be kind of fun and ironic. It's my Alanis Morissette move of the day, you know? Mm, don't you think? <laughs> well... Through the last few years, I guess we'll talk about the podcast. Um, and I just want to let people know this podcast started in February of 2019. I, it, it feels like forever ago. It certainly was a different time, a simpler time. <laughs> and there were how many pandemics were there in February of 2019? Global <laughs> pandemics. I think zero. Isn't that I believe crazy? that's the number I was kind of coming up with. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was looking through uh, my camera roll last night at the before times, and I was like, look, we were just at a coffee shop, and we hung out there without fear of death. It was great. Um, but I, I just wanted to call out, we've had a total of five co-hosts and a few different pairings, and I'd like to take a moment to celebrate the hosts who aren't with us today. That sounds like they've since passed, but that is not the case. They are very much here. They are doing wonderful and fantastic things. And both of them were kind enough to send in some clips. So I thought it might be fun if we listened to what our friend Emily, who was in the OG or original, as I like to say, pod group here for Breaking Badness. Does that sound nice to you too? Yeah, I guess I could do that. <laughs> sounds good. You never wonderful. had a choice. <laughs> That's right, Tim. Sounds wonderful. Marvelous. All right. Well, here is Emily. Hey, Breaking Badness fans, I'm Emily. Do I still need a nickname? Hacker, coming at you for the first time in almost two years. Congratulations to Kelsey, Tim, and Chad on the 100th episode of their amazing podcast. As an original host of this show, Breaking Badness holds a special place in my heart, and I think back with fondness on such things as the howdy-doody scale, although on that subject, of course, I'll have to remain tight-lipped. Anyway, 
keep on rating hoodies, being awesome, and sharing that breaking badness with the world. Oh, wow, the wow, nostalgia. Wow. Yes, we're going to cover some of those inside jokes later. For example, tight-lipped and the howdy-doody scale. Yeah, tight-lipped seemed to show up pretty often there for, for a stretch of time. It really did. It was, it's a beloved time. And perhaps I'll just skip to this, although I was planning to discuss this later. But Tim used to do something pretty hilarious, which was he would... Um, utilize the font as a means to force Emily and I to break um, in the middle of a podcast. And we all used to sit in a, a, a soft, a soft white walled room <laughs> where we bred creativity. Um, there are definitely some uh, implications there. Yeah. There, They're not there the ones folks are thinking though. Anyway. Um, Tim, we, we have this outline that we work off of to make sure that we remain on track. And Tim would take advantage of ridiculous fonts and he would just crack Emily and I up. And it would just... Who, me? It was so hard. Y yeah. It was trouble. Anyway, so there's one of them. We'll, we'll get to the other one later. Where we'll talk about the how-do-you-do skill. But next, I want to share a little note from good old Tarek. One of my favorite moments uh, when I participate in Breaking Badness, I'd say that just the whole experience of just starting off doing security podcasting in general, that was just pretty fun and exciting. Uh, it was just like a new uh, a new thing for me, right? It, it put me into this like really cool, uncomfortable situation where I just got to learn how to do more public speaking and just be a part of just a fun new thing. Definitely one of my favorites. What sets Breaking Badness apart from other security podcasts? It, it's got to be the chemistry. I think that's one thing that, Kelsey, you really helped just kind of foster with Breaking Badness is, you know, everybody has a solid voice and everybody has their two cents. And uh, on top of that, it was just a bunch of fun people. That was amazing. And what is my favorite pun or who is my favorite punster of all time? Well, definitely it's you, Kelsey. Like you always kept it creative. You always kept it smooth and fun with the puns and uh what a good time you know i always look back at my time with uh with doing breaking badness is probably one of the top five favorite things in my career um you know you've we kind of collaborated and fostered this really fun show and uh just always had a good time doing it too and you know there was times when i would look back and just like bewildered the fact that i got paid to you know, give my two cents on something and uh, had fun time doing it. That guy sure knew his sneakers. <laughs> they, what do they call those? Sneaker heads? I think that's the term. Well, they call them trainers in Britain. Uh, oh. But then but, would they be trainer heads? Well, and was that famous hacking movie called Trainers in Britain? <gasps> oh, my God. It's all coming together. I think we know it, what inspired Tarek to enter the space now. Exactly. That's probably why he got into it, right? Why he got into collecting uh, Air Jordans and whatnot. Indeed. Indeed. And apologies to you, uh, Tarek, by the way, if you hate Air Jordans. N not meaning any disrespect. <laughs> I always used to love in Tarek's background, it was his shoe rack. And usually that doesn't sound like a pleasant backdrop, but for him, it was 
pretty cool. Lots of lots of cool, colorful snakes. Um, <laughs> but I just wanted to thank Emily and Tarek for your dedication and contribution to the podcast. We could not have done it without you for so many reasons. So just wanted to make sure that you were a part of this landmark episode. Pretty sure we need a cheering crowd sound effect in this um, episode. <sighs> How was that? That was pretty good. Some of my friends and I used to walk around back in the day with a boombox and a uh, tape with some with applause on it, and we would turn it up at opportune moments. It was, we thought we were hilarious. I'm sure no one else did. That's all that matters, though. That's what I tell myself when my puns don't land every episode. Your puns land just fine. <laughs> Chad, how long have you had that? <laughs> oh, you mean when, this uh, this light app on my uh, on my phone that I just pull out at random? Wait, oh. you mean you didn't learn to play trombone? <laughs> Sorry, that's so dumb. Looking. You're gonna have to cut all that out. <laughs> Never. That's staying in there. I'm furiously <laughs> looking. I have a like a red little sound box I used to have at the office, and I don't know if I left it there or not. I'm sad to report, and it had some great sounds. I'd love to compare your app to my analog sound box. Mm, yeah, mm. I would love to have a good uh, uh, sound panel for us, but someday. Someday. Big dreams. Episode 1000. <laughs> mm-hmm. Aspirations and goals. <laughs> well, I'll mention that throughout this episode, you're going to hear some words of encouragement and kindness from our previous guests. And so just, just look forward to those being sprinkled, sprinkled in throughout the episode. But I think what it's time to focus on is really the, if, you know, if we're all co-hosts, the hosts of the podcast, I think is the art of the pun, which exists. It's, it's, it's essentially omnipresent throughout the entire set of episodes, everything from the title of an episode to the articles, to all the content that lies within usually includes some sort of pun to to chad's dismay i think well chad have we broken you of that do you like puns now no (laughs) full stop full stop (laughs) then you certainly are sort of masochistic um based on your pun frequency maybe that's what it is i enjoy suffering that's also why i'm an infosec (laughs) chad the chat chad's a kissed yeah it's a chat (laughs) (laughs) um so i will take i don't know if it's credit or take accountability for interlacing the puns i don't know if i've told you to this but actually starting in high school back in the day i did a monday pun day text to it started with a small group of people but ended with like maybe a hundred i did it through college as well where I would just send a pun of the week. And I used to have to do that with T9, I will say, and like batch texting because it would limit how many people you could include. It would be much easier to keep up Monday Punday now, I will say. But Monday Punday lives on through Breaking Badness, which we record on Monday. <gasps> when I was in high school, text was something on paper. Just saying. <laughs> Touche, Tim. And that was a new invention just off the... Stone tablets. 
<laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Gutenberg. He and I, were, we were buds. Gutenberg. <laughs> you guys used to work out together, right? A lot of, do a lot of presses. Hey. He's hurting himself again, folks. Go back into the white padded room, Chad. <laughs> You'll be safer there in our studio. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, let's talk about some of the components of puns that exist in our episodes. The first one is the it's the first thing you see every time you look at an episode of Breaking Badness, wherever you listen to podcasts or viewing it on in our show notes on our website, domaintools.com, is the title of the episode. So I thought it might be fun if we take a moment and share some of our favorite episode titles. And I'm going to start with you, Tim. What what are your favorite, let's say, three titles of Breaking Badness over the course of 100 episodes? Well, okay. I think they would be Kirkland Signature. There are no bugs, just happy little exploits. And I don't remember what this one was. Fending off Canadian tuxedos. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I remember the fending off Canadian tuxedos. We were talking about the levels of sophistication of threat actors, and we decided a slightly less sophisticated threat actor might be similar to a Canadian tuxedo, which Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears wore together at some major event back in the day. And I think that had come up back in pop culture right before this episode was recorded. Well, it's magnificent as a as a uh, episode title. As only a Canadian tuxedo can be. The one true tuxedo. The tr- one true tuxedo. <laughs> All right, Chad, what are some of your favorite titles? Mine have got to be Go-Go Inspector Element. Relevant these days, I guess, because of uh, apparently you can just hit F12 and hack things. An old-fashioned rom-com. And then, <laughs> I love this one, for when the bulletin board was hacked, you'll always be my BB. <laughs> Good times. Good times. I'll, I'll go ahead and include my three on here, too. Um, the first is, vulnerabilities aren't my cup of IoT. It's kind of a recent one. Uh, Bazer, call me maybe. And the times they are a vulnerability chaining. Those are some of my faves from from the course of the podcast. Oh, now I got Bob Dylan in my head. Good. That was actually the intent behind this entire episode. So I think we can call it. That was my goal. All right. Bye, everyone. It's been real. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let's let's go through our second layer of puns, which are the article titles. And of course, every episode, starting, I believe, at episode 15, which is when we introduced Two Truths and a Lie, we actually used to do three article titles way back in the day. And the third article, we'd always try to find the most ridiculous story we could. So the goal is for there to be a lot of levity, but we we have since replaced that with Two Truths and a Lie. So typically now, for the last, you know, 85 episodes or so, we've had two articles that we focus on. And of course, they have puns as titles. So I'll start this time. Um, I'm going to include my favorite titles. I've got three. Uh, A Root Awakening. Malware is from Mars. Implants are from Venus. And there are no bugs, just happy little exploits. Chad, what 
Chad, what are your favorite article titles by pun? Well, certainly I love a case of Deja Brew when the uh, coffee pots were being found to be exploitable. Um, Solar Winds Krebs for Mercy, the uh, Solar Winds and Chris Krebs crossover episode. And then the, or article rather, and then the final one is Europol, the rug out from Dark Market, from when Europol suddenly shut down the uh, Dark Market, uh, Dark Web sale platform. It was pretty good all around. Some good titles. <laughs> Krebs makes for some good pun fodder, I will say. Yeah, uh, both of the Krebs do. You can you can use either Krebs um, to your own delight. Krebs interchangeability. Yeah. Swappable Krebs, I believe is what they call it. Or or fungible crabs? Fung- yeah, fungible crabs. I think it's important that our listeners know if you hear a slight background noise for Tim, um, he's really upset that we've hit our hundredth episode and he's trying to burn down his house. Is that is that what's happening over there, Tim? Yeah, apologies to talking heads, but we're burning down the house over here. <laughs> and the instant I said that, the alarms have ceased. If only life worked like that all the time. <laughs> all right, Tim, you go ahead and share your uh, three favorite article titles. All right. Well, I got to go with Peloton has hit a pothole, which, by the way, we can't actually fully take credit for. That was in an article, but well done, whoever wrote that article. Um, rabid cyber criminals use raccoon malware. And... Uh, this is also going back a ways. XYZ, your RDP, shut the back door. <laughs> so a couple of those were from when I I was on hiatus from Breaking Badness, but well done on the titles. We don't talk about those times, Tim. It's too much. It's too much to take. You're sabbatical. I know, and then I forgot about doing the font thing uh, when I came back. That got erased out of my brain, but... Um, <laughs> But now, now it's back, back in my brain, so watch out. <laughs> watch out. <laughs> oh, geez. Okay, so we're on the third layer of puns. It's puns. Puns all the way down. Um, and this layer is our titles. So every episode we introduce ourselves and we try to incorporate some sort of pun. So what I asked Chad, Tim, and myself to do is pick our favorite intros for one another so but before i i ask chad and tim and myself to read our counterparts favorite titles um i want to include some of our our guest titles here so let me go ahead and pull these up we've had many guests on the podcast one of our i mean we love all of our guests they're all very special to us and one of them is alan liska and his intro uh, was Alan the Night Sec Liska. We also had Dan Fernandez of Domain Tools, which was Dan Receding Airline <laughs> Fernandez. <laughs> we had Irfan Azrar, and he's the head or was the head of Cyber Threat Intelligence Operations at Blue Hexagon. I think he has since moved on, but his is Who is Hexa here to join us? <laughs> And Joe Slowick um, of Gigamon is Joe Solar Blowing in the Wind Slowick and Joe Cranberry Sauce Slowick. I think we had a lot of really good Thanksgiving puns 
happening at that time in our intros. Still um, want to in, uh, invent a cocktail called the Slow Joic. The Slow Joic, uh, yes. With Slow right. Gin in it. <laughs> we got to get on that. Um, let's see what else we have. Uh, Matthew, always rushing to conclusions, Paul. Ryan Fourleaf Kovar, <laughs> one of my favorites. Sean, my lawyer, made me change the content of the shout out, McNee. Sean, pump up the volume, McNee. Sean, trash panda, McNee. And I have no recollection of where that came from. And then I think our second most guest co-hosted member would be Taylor Wilkes Pierce of Domain Tools. So I'm just going to read these very quickly. It's Taylor, the baby shark, Wilkes Pierce. Taylor, go vote y'all, Wilkes Pierce. Taylor, I can still hear you saying you would never break the supply chain, Wilkes Pierce. Taylor, I got 99 problems. That's a lot of problems, Wilkes Pierce. Taylor, insert clever nickname here, Wilkes Pierce. Taylor, it's always DNS, Wilkes Pierce. Taylor, it's just March all the way down, Wilkes Pierce. Taylor, made Wilkes Pierce. Taylor, putting the fear of God and adversaries, Wilkes Pierce. Taylor, Wilkes Pierce, whose C name around the office is Dr. Hyphen Tate Tyler. You've managed to apply security by obscurity. And those are all of Taylor's intros. And I think those deserve a standing ovation from our seated chairs. As we yes, cue, cue the crowd noise uh, sound effect again. Those were lovely. Chad? I'm, I'm already standing, so um, <laughs> I'll, I'll do a sit-down uh, ovation. A sit-down ovation. Yeah. Okay. We'll accept that. All right. Well, let's, let's move to the top five intros that we picked for one another. So we triangulated here. And so I believe, Tim, you picked some for my Tim who did I you some for I I picked ones for Chad that's right that's right okay so Tim chose his five favorite intros from Chad I chose my five favorite intros from Tim and Chad chose five of my his favorite intros of me that's very confusing I wish this wasn't an audio mechanism I would draw a tri- I would draw a triangle and <laughs> better distinguish this but anywho um tim why don't you start by sharing your favorite five of chad certainly don't get mad get chad anderson chad artisanal credential stuffing anderson chad welcome to Punderdome, anderson chad chadimir puntin anderson and finally chad Dirty keys, type dirt cheap, Anderson. <laughs> those all stay yeah, those true. Are all... <laughs> those are all fantastic. I think Chadimir Punten is, if I had to pick one, that is my favorite. But Don't Get Mad, Get Chad is also just a classic for every occasion, really. It's true. I do use that for every occasion. <laughs> Shall I read yours? Sure, go ahead. All right. Just don't get mad. Get ready, everyone, to groan all the way through. (laughs) Kelsey, all for pun and pun for all, LaBelle. Kelsey, are we having pun yet, LaBelle? Kelsey, I'm in it for the long pun, LaBelle. You might have guessed. (laughs) That's 
That's true. Kelsey, <laughs> girls just want to have pun. LaBelle. And finally, the one that really shows that she can keep going with puns forever and ever and ever. Kelsey, the energizer punny. LaBelle. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, Chad and Tim oftentimes offer much better titles that I should be using. In, in fact, I have a few stacked up that I'm very excited to use in upcoming episodes from both of you. Pun's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my well, gosh. Uh, yeah, actually, you know, Alice in Punderland. You probably <laughs> probably need to tuck that one away, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> That's really great. Oh, boy. All right. Well, well folks, I... you know, this, this is your reminder that Kelsey's Twitter handle is puns and roses. So, you know, really when she started a podcast, I mean, what did you expect? I feel like I was very transparent about what was going to happen. And uh, Chad, you had the most notice and you're still here. So you must, yeah, you must be a masochist. <laughs> That's the only thing that makes sense. Yep. Oh my God. Well, all right, Tim, are you ready for me to read my favorite Tim intros? Tim tros, if you will. Hit me. Tim, you are the solar winds beneath my wings, Helming. Tim, disinformation can go to Helming. Advanced, persistent Tim Helming. Tim, putting the Helming in overwhelming. And last, but certainly not least, Tim is at the Helming. Those are just, wow. True, true. You're Steering my little uh, <laughs> ship through the waters, the choppy waters of life. You are a nautical, a nautical person. So, I mean, it's, it works on a lot of levels. Aye, aye. <laughs> and back to our, in a, a recent episode when we talked about the um, special PDF you put together about thinking about selling a boat. Oh, yeah, we could probably, uh, maybe we should put that in the show notes or something. Hey, someday, someday, I should probably do a live Breaking Badness appearance from the pneumatic wonder yacht out on Seattle's Lake Washington. <laughs> I'm sorry, what do you call your boat? Oh, I hadn't mentioned that before, the pneumatic wonder yacht. It's a, uh, well, it's full of hot air. <laughs> I mean... Losers would refer to it as an inflatable raft, but we choose to give it <laughs> a bit more dignity than that. Plus, it's got a motor. Oh, that it's got a motor. Then, yeah, it's a yacht. By def that's what makes a yacht a yacht is the motor. I know. I'm going to put on the back that it's registered in Panama. <laughs> They're not going to let you through that canal again after that last fiasco. Hey, I know a man with a plan. <laughs> well there's i mean there's an awful lot of shenanigans in our podcast if that's not been made abundantly clear and I, i'd like to say we have fun together and alan liska this tweet just made me so happy and gushy on the insides but he said one time on twitter that breaking badness feels and sounds like hearing three friends talk about security and i don't know if chad would call me a friend but i would call him one um <laughs> just gonna stay quiet on that 
No, of course, of course. I would. <laughs> Come on now, we're that. all friends here. We're all friends here. I'm not going to edit out the space between my joke and when you decided to respond, Chad. <laughs> how do you, yeah, how do you do a montage of awkward silence? <laughs> here, I put it in right now. That's the moment of Zen that I want. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh. Well, okay, let's let's share a few of the favorite memories and moments and some clips that we've compiled. Do, I mean, does that sound okay to both of you? I want to I want to ask for your consent in sharing these hilarious compilations. Yeah, whatever, you know. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> All right, we're going to have to start with evidence that Chad is lying about how he feels about puns. And the only way we can possibly make up for it is if Chad just tells a bunch of pirate puns and he was doing it before we started recording. And I'm just going to try to corner him right now and make him tell at least one pirate pun. Um, why don't pirates shower before they walk the plank, Kelsey? Why, Chad? Because they'll just wash up on shore later. Why is pirating so addictive? Why? Because once you lose your first hand, you get hooked. A vast. Great security product. <laughs> what makes this case so very strange? <laughs> Certainly. Uh, you know, first, how did the pirate uh, get his ship so cheap? How? Uh, he bought it on sale. Kelsey, what has eight legs, eight arms, and eight eyes? <laughs> what, Chad? Eight pirates. Yeah, well, uh, what did the ocean say to the pirate? <laughs> Uh, nothing. It just waved. How do you turn a pirate furious? How, Chad? You take away the P. Why can no one play cards with a pirate? Why, Chad? Because they're standing on the deck. What do you call a pirate who likes to skip school? What? Captain Hooky. You're welcome. <laughs> I gotta say, that was one of my favorite episodes. Um, that was lovely. Yeah, I was You were just relentless. Feeling particularly masochistic that day. That was just one episode, too. I only had to compile that that ponderful thread from one episode. Came with my A-game. You probably barely had to edit. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Most of the episode is included. That's our shortest episode of all time <laughs> that you just listened to. So there, there are a few more clips I want to share. But before I do, I just want to ask if either of you have a favorite moment you'd like to share from your time at Breaking Badness. You know, you know, I have to say, I mean, I just said this, but that might have been it. <laughs> that episode with the, it will soon be legendary, I'm sure, in the annals of podcast history, reeling off the, the pirate puns. It reminded me, too, of a, uh, there was a guy that I used to work with years ago who would send a pirate pun joke on like the first day of the month or something every single month to a, uh, a group of us and they were all probably kind of that quality and it was just, it, it made me very happy. <laughs> you need to befriend that person with Chad. <laughs> I probably just stole his list if I'm honest. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I got to go serious and I do have to say that my probably favorite episodes have been our, um, voices and infosec episodes. I always love getting to hear from other people in the industry. 
and um, what they're doing, what they're working on. I love talking with Paul Vixie. Um, you know, love talking with Bob most recently. Um, all those episodes are my favorite. And we don't really have bloopers from those because they're so serious. And, you know, I try not to torture our guests with abundant puns. Abundant? I think you mostly succeed. Puns? But I think a few of them have slipped in there. Yeah. This <laughs> is... <laughs> It's once this microphone gets in front of me, I just start to hate myself and hurl puns. <laughs> you know, that's a good point. I was automatically, you know, when I think back on favorite moments, I just think about the hilarity. But cheers to our Voices from InfoSec folks. They have been amazing. Yeah. And cheers to Kelsey for really training us, like making us uh, like pun and dogs, I think is what uh, the term would be. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I'll, it's yeah. true. Don't uh, don't underestimate how important that is. <laughs> oh gosh, I have to say, and we have interviews too with you know not just voices from Infosec, but our other series, our mini series that we do. Right, so we did one around Black Hat in 2019, or more generally summer camp, and then one around RSA before the great um, coronavirus debacle, and. I, I just have to say personally, those are some of my favorite memories in, in general in the security space because I'm always just so blown away by how kind everyone is and how willing they are to sit down and have a conversation and, and share their experience and have, I mean, just share the challenges that they're up against too. I think people are very honest on the podcast, which is something that I really appreciate and it helps break down certain barriers, hopefully it makes um, the security space a little bit more inclusive and and creates a platform for people that should get a platform all the time. Um, so I just want to, you know, give a special thanks and shout out to all the folks who are willing to meet up with a stranger <laughs> who DM them on Twitter. <laughs> and, and by the way, there may or may not be another uh, on the road voices from InfoSec in the near future of Breaking Badness. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Well done, Tim. You're totally right. There's some exciting stuff to look forward to. But anyway, now that Chad made this all weird and gushy, gosh, I'm just trying to have some fun, Chad. Girls just want to have fun, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's, let's listen to some more funny clips. This next set of clips is frankly just to demonstrate how ridiculous we all are, and it includes many of our co-hosts, so... I hope you enjoyed as, this. As if that needed episode. to be demonstrated. If Yeah, if you needed um, social proof that that's how we operate, here it is for you. I think we're going to have to start a new game that if uh, if the words tight-lipped are used in this podcast, you have to take a swig of whatever beverage is closest to you. That's I'll a do good it right idea. Now. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. this is just uh, water. but I have LaCroix, so oh, it's slightly water. Ooh, fancy pants. Oh, we should, you know, write into us about how you feel about the pronunciation of LaCroix. LaCroix. Are you a purist who says LaCroix? So I always <laughs> used to say LaCroix and then like no one else does. And so I feel like such a like uppity like jerk. If I ever like, have LaCroix, I don't know. You should own that. LaCroix. No, I think you should really own it. Like that's like yeah. somebody saying, yeah. welcome to my foyer. Have some LaCroix. Right. You know, because we're out of Perrier. <laughs> oh, Perrier. 
for our listeners, um, our committed listeners, we do we do try to do some in the moment jokes and just let it roll. But some of this is planned, and Tim is the king of planting ridiculous responses to my questions. <laughs> this one in particular, who, which is <laughs> who me? So innocent. Who alerted the register? Your mom. <laughs> And what font was that? Creepster. Creepster font. That's right. God, that font gets no. every time. <laughs> I want to live in a world where there's a skimming attack on Trader Joe's by a Scandinavian APT, so we can call it Scandinavian Skimmers. Also scary. Drink a lot of Arizona iced teas. Love those Arnold Palmer's guys. Um, keep it safe out there. Someone is coming for you and all of your favorite beverages. Yeah. You know, the, it, once they start going after uh, the folks who make bagel bites, I know that it's <laughs> coming like right for me. That's war. Very yeah. targeted. That's like, out war there. I'd also like to note that, uh, yeah, that is my life is that I drink fine Negronis and Boulevardiers with Campari and Aperol Spritz and uh, it pairs well with bagel bites. Yeah. You know? <laughs> A man of high class. (laughs) Coming up next, the cooking segment on Breaking Badness. (laughs) I I actually Uh, think that they're accepting ransoms in toilet paper for this, for the next set of lockdowns. Is that butt coin? Yeah, butt coin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, good yeah. crack. If you uh, yeah. if you don't pay up, they're just going to wipe all the files. So um, ah! yeah. they'll flush your system, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's going really flush the system. Yeah. This is a really bad pun, but a miss another missed marketing opportunity. And this is from a uh, we H U Y we at our company Domain Tools. Um, but he always says toilet paper companies should use the tagline number one for number two. I just <laughs> couldn't agree with him more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we, anyways, <laughs> the low docks could also be when you're being stepped on by a goth. Yeah. <laughs> <It's very good>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> da 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 da. That was okay. <laughs> that is quite the montage. <laughs> I forgot that I admitted to drinking Negronis and eating bagel bites. Uh, I've continued that tradition. Um, I'm a real (laughs) serious adult. (laughs) Which which part of that is the admission? (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, right. Uh, If you you could just go through my trash at any time, and you would be able to see the evidence of this, just like bottles of Campari um, and you know boxes of bagel bites. It's it's a classic existence. Actually, it would be pretty fun to uh, to do a poll of like, what's your favorite pairing like that? You know, somebody that that drinks top shelf liquor and uh, accompanies that with nachos that have that petroleum based cheese stuff that you get at the ballpark on them. Oh petroleum yeah, yeah. Based cheese. I love a good like you know Pappy Van Winkle with my um, you know cheap nachos with. Uh, Velveeta soaked over the top of it. Is it cheese? I don't know. Um, but it goes well with that fine bourbon mash. <laughs> I remember returning from France and asking someone seriously what wine would pair best with the dino shaped chicken nuggets I just purchased. Uh, dino Noir. <laughs> Do they still make that or is that gone? Never mind. I like my sister always says uh, she loves how the reds pair with the whites. 
<laughs> Your sister is to be trusted, especially after she successfully fished you, which I think we need to bring up every five episodes now is the rule. Yeah, it's uh, and she's not even in security. She just has kept winning since we were kids. <laughs> she's security adjacent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Well, are you all ready for some some bloopies, some bloopers? I think we need to watch us. Or Wait, I, I thought face. that's what we'd been doing so far. Bloop me. <laughs> no, these were all included in episodes. That's what's so concerning. <laughs> None of this has ever been edited out of anything. <laughs> all right, here's another clip for you. Welcome to Breaking Bad. <laughs> what is the world's smallest seed? <laughs> Is an avocado pit a seed? Crack a white claw and have a good night. One million dollars. Yeah, so it turns out these guys have the source code to Minesweeper. It's over. It's so easy to win now. You'll keep all of that, right? That's my Midwest song for you. I like it. That was some good banjo. And I am going to restart what I was saying. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I thought about that gag. Tim, you sound really far away. Well, I'm really not that far away, <laughs> but I can. Uh, I, I can get a little closer. So far How's this? Is this good? <laughs> this is very good. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> hey. Whiskey, tango, <laughs> foxtrot. Mm-hmm. Bravo. Indeed. Ah! I'll echo that. <laughs> I suppose those weren't bloopers either. I think those were all left in the episode. Maybe other than the special song that we sang together. Which is the same sound effect that Chad pulled up on his app earlier, which I think is hilarious. I, uh, I think I need to record all of those sounds uh, to the app. So I can play them in a moment's notice. Make my own soundboard <laughs> if you won't give me one. I think they call that your voice box. Mm. <laughs> you are your own soundboard. <laughs> well, speaking of Chad sounds, I would be remiss if I did not include what is known as mm. Chad. <laughs> Chad's grunts of affirmation. Here's This is, I think, also just pulled for one episode. So I think we probably have about 4,000 more of these, but, you know, here it is. Mm. Grunts of affirmation with Chad. (laughs) (laughs) I think you could partner with Tim on this. They sound way better when they're all in a row. I think we could actually, uh, you know, I could sample that and just throw it across uh, a synthesizer and we could just remake that whole thing at a moment's notice auto-tune uh, with bad. auto-tune we could you could probably just lay down a groove yeah of of grunts of affirmation I think it would be I mean <laughs> I think I would probably 
play something like smells like teen spirit with my grunts and then have it just be grunt music. Oh, yeah. grunch. G- g- grunch. Grunch. <laughs> well played. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure in that same episode you started, but weren't we going to create a, um, soundboard for Morse code based on Chad's different grunts, like the short and the longs and use it to communicate important information. Mm. That would be handy. Yeah. (laughs) Very practical. Yeah. (laughs) Morse code. Very useful. Though it just keeps coming up, you know, in in the latest Squid Games uh, or well, in one of the Squid Games episodes, you know, Morse code plays its way and you should know it because you never know when you might need to uh, tap through a wall and get some uh, radio nerd on the other side to save your life. (laughs) Spoiler alert, Chad. (laughs) Eh. It's it's in Korean. It's a weird show. Uh, Parallels capitalism. Enjoy. <laughs> Chad, have you been Morris coding to our audience, begging them to help you escape this podcast the entire time? Yeah. Actually, uh, before the show gets posted each time, um, I've been doing a little bit of steganography. So if you download and get each of these episodes and pull them apart um, and can crack the code, there is um, a lot of money in it for you, all Tim's money um, that I've put up <laughs> behind it. He's he's been blinking, please for help, this whole time, not realizing that it's not a vlog. <laughs> All, also, please, I know there's some nerds that might actually try to go find the stego. Uh, it's not there. Don't waste your time. <laughs> I bet they could find it though. I think it's I think it's in there. We just don't know it. Oh no, yeah. That's the level of your intelligence, Chad. You've been including these Easter eggs, and you didn't even know it. This is how I lose weeks of my life whenever some stupid puzzle gets posted. Um, <laughs> this one isn't real. Don't do it. Don't fall for it. <laughs> is that one of the two truths and a lie? Is that a truth or a lie? Can't trust you anymore, Chad. You've lied to me one too many times. Hmm. <laughs> We've well, lied to if, each other about a hundred times so far. I think I would venture to guess. Yeah, that's. I would gather the same, which we're about to talk about here in a few minutes. But before we talk about one of the last parts of every episode, which is our game to Truth and a Lie, there's something that happens after every article title or every article discussion, I should say, which is our hoodie rating system. Um, and these these came to be. Emily Hacker, I think, actually came up with this concept initially. And, you know, we were all sitting and joking around and she mentioned that, you know, what is more cliche than a uh, stock photography of a hacker that is in a hoodie? And so we decided that that was the best way to communicate uh, the severity of any particular discussion. So (laughs) I think I also have to mention that Chad and Emily were also in an anti-hacker hacker hacker club and you made onesies. Is that? Or not onesies. They were... um, we bought flight suits and flight uh suits. yeah which kind of is a onesie yeah it's basically a onesie um a professional onesie yeah professional onesie and um yeah we put anti-hacker hacker club across the back it was great i still have mine i believe you wore that to our annual volunteer day in which we do some pretty um uh 
we do a lot of labor and it was quite warm and that looked very uncomfortable but totally worth the bet it was totally worth very uncomfortable <laughs> not recommended for pulling out blackberry bushes and some I mean, you probably got the least damage though from all of us so you're a little sweaty but less bloody so kind of a victory i'd say mm. <laughs> professional onesies ft dubs Indeed. Tim, don't you have some sort of RFC April Fool's joke that you've been eager to do in this line? Well, no, I was going to propose originally that the hoodie as rating of InfoSec severity be adopted. And I believe that is good material for an April 1st RFC. I'm looking forward to it. So I just might write it up. (laughs) Please do. If you do, I... We will link that in the show notes for our listeners. (laughs) Um, Well, but before we get into our two truths and a lie section of the hundredth episode, I am eager to play some of our most creative hoodie ratings. This is, this is a hoodie sock. One hoodie sock, (laughs) if even. (laughs) Perhaps, perhaps. Hoodie sock Like uh, arm warmers, you know, Mm. just the arms. Yes. Is there a thumb hole? Naturally. <laughs> this is hacker couture or whatever. Like I said earlier, this, there must be a thumb hole. It's almost negative. I mean, negative is there, hoodies, can yeah. the scale go negative? Ooh. What was, what's this the opposite is, of a hoodie? If it can't go, <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you would say that backwards. Oh my goodness. Uh, I'm going to go four hoodies. Is that, four is that out of ten? Hoodies. I don't know. What are the hoodie ratings out of? It's out of ten. Okay. And you can, they don't need to be integers. So you can go whatever direction you please. We oh. went to Mila hoodies last week. Okay. So you can okay. have some fun. Maybe four hoodies and one sleeve. Mm, yeah. Four. Would you call that like a 4.2? <laughs> Maybe four, four. Let's four be, hoodies, let's one sleeve. It's <laughs> a good band name. <laughs> Three hoodies, one sleeve. One out of ten Johnny Cochran's. 500 Mila hoodies. Half a hoodie. I think it'll be important actually for you to clarify which half of the hoodie do you think this is oh like the upper lower left, right, right left yeah, you can, front back there's many ways to there cut a hoodie 50 <laughs> ways to cut your hoodie let's say four hoodies uh a sleeve and a zipper i give it a four three and a half hoodies which half of the hoodie that's important? Mm. The left half. Okay. Yeah, I'm probably a little more alarmist. I'm going to go with an eight and a half. Um, I don't, yeah, and, and for the half, definitely the top. I like the bare belly hoodie. I think those are the crop top hoodies. I think <laughs> those are the best yeah. kind of hoodies. Um, Is that the Cheech Marin hoodie? Is yes, that, exactly. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> you have to give this a uh, an unwashed hoodie rating of about a four, I think. Uh, like you've taken it off and you've put it on the floor, but you're probably going to wear it again tomorrow because, you know, it's not that bad and you haven't left the house for two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Seven out of 10 hoodies. I would agree with that. Um, and some very short board shorts. Um, (laughs) rather than the hoodie rating it's how many bad words has chad screamed at this sample might be another good way for us to gauge the relative (laughs) risk Mm, frustration yeah Yeah, a couple of hoodies and just one sleeve i think all right two point sleeve hoodies the expletive index i think still exists but is typically edited out of the podcast. 
That was a pretty lively recollection there. I think I think Taylor, which I said, just said in about the most unlively voice possible. <laughs> it's a good juxtaposition. Way to meet the moment, Tim. <laughs> Taylor has the most creative hoodie ratings, hands down. Listening back through all these episodes, I would say Taylor takes the cake on that one. So I'd like to once again, hats off or hoodies off to Taylor. But um, hoods down. Hoods down. Yeah, hoods down. That's hoods the- down the best. Yep. <laughs> Well played. All right. Well, let's let's talk about the last part of every episode of Breaking Badness, which is two truths and a lie. And as a reminder, this is a weekly game we play. One of the co-hosts tries to deceive the other two by presenting three different statements, not dissimilar to two truths and a lie. Um, but instead of talking about ourselves, of course, we talk about weekly articles or weekly discussions around security and there's been a scoreboard and it's not been studied this whole time for a variety of reasons but i i would like to read the the scoreboard that's been going on i would say for at least like 30 or 40 episodes it's been going on for a while um and i will i will mention that the scores are in binary in case you were worried about how often we're playing this game. <laughs> but are you ready to hear the current placement of the three of us co-hosts? Hit us. All right. In third place, Chad Anderson with one zero zero one one points that just means i'm the most truthful person so just just saying i'm the the best kind of person to have on your side clearly (laughs) in second place with one zero one zero zero points tim helming that was an extremely good uh, uh, imitation of the robotic digit reader. Once again, I am a human. I promise. I've been practicing for this very occasion, and this this feels wrong to. I'm. I don't feel like I can do this in as much excitement because it would feel wrong. But I, I will say that I am in first place with one, 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 zero, zero points. I promise this is I think we rigged. just need the uh, the applause sound there. I like to imagine our listeners are just doing that at home. You know, they're on the bus, if that's safe to work. They're, they're passenger of someone else's driving car because it's difficult to clap and drive, I will say. Um, they're just walking their dog on the sidewalk and they're just clapping right now, you know? They've got Chad, pockets. should we request a, uh, should we demand rather an independent audit? I think so. I think all of this needs to be bundled up, sent to Montana somewhere. (laughs) To a bunch of no names that have never played Two Truths and a Lie before. (laughs) That no one in the Two Truths and Lie industry has ever heard of. And we need to ask their opinion. (laughs) That's right. The less expertise you have in something, the more trustworthy you are. That's true. Um, I'm a brain surgeon. (laughs) Starting now. Starting now. Well, you did your own research, right? Yeah, I spend a lot of time on the toilet, so I do a lot of research, you know. 
You're on um what is that what is that famous site that everybody uses to check and realize that they're dying because they're sniffling or some other WebMD. Small L. WebMD. Yeah, it's always cancer, folks. Good old WebMD. They should just call it hypochondria.com. Well, should we play a game of two truths and a lie about breaking badness on breaking badness? Super meta. That does sound meta as beep. <laughs> Give me the lies. Well, I'll say this. I have four statements. One, I'm not sure if it's true or not, and you'll know what that one is. So there, there are two, some, two truths that lie in here, and then one that I just genuinely still feel very confused on. And these are meant to be very difficult. I went two out of truths a lie and a shrug. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Uh, but I just want you both or our listeners not to feel bad if you don't know the answers to these because I went out of my way to make these as challenging as possible. So are you two ready for two truths, a lie, and a shrug? Let's do it. Okay. I don't know, but I'm willing to give it a shot. <laughs> All right. Here's the first statement. There have been 128 episodes of Breaking Badness, and I'm not just referring to the numbered, but generally voices from InfoSec, uh, the mini series, And just as a hint, we are recording episode 100. That's probably a good place to start your analysis. <laughs> okay. The second statement is, Chad secretly likes puns. The third statement, there has been exactly one episode with a duration greater than 60 minutes. And the final statement is, and this one's a little confusing. Again, I just really, I really had to work hard at these. The first names of our 37 guests we've had on the show span the entire alphabet, except for the following letters. D, E, F, H, Q, U V W. Did that last one make sense? Mm hmm. <laughs> yep. All right. Any it also uh, represents, I'm sure, some kind of a secret key to, to uh, it's a password or something. That's just Chad's Twitter password. Yeah. <laughs> That's at Piffy, folks. That's uh, Papa India Foxtrot Foxtrot Echo Yankee. <laughs> D E F H Q U V W. <laughs> All right, any guess? Guesses? I think that's uh, two truths, a lie, and a conjecture. First of all, that's a more. That's honest... how I would formulate this. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna go with. Uh... I'm going to go with 128 is the lie. It would be so easy, you know, it could be 129, 127, 115. <laughs> that's that's what I'm going with. All right. How about you, Chad? I too am going with 128 is the lie. You know what that tells me is that you do secretly like puns, Chad. Oh. Uh... <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> um, 
Also, unfortunately, there have been exactly 128 episodes of Breaking Badness in total. Many of them. No, no, no. I know. Yes. Many of them come from the mini series we did at RSA and Black Hat, as well as our voices from InfoSec series. There has not been an episode longer than 60 minutes, other than potentially this one. The longest episode is 59 minutes and 20 seconds, and that's our recent episode with. Bo and Adam. And we did, in fact, have 37 total guests up to this point, including Bob. And we are just missing those following letters to have the entire alphabet of guests on Breaking Badness. So if your name starts with a D, an E, an F, an H, a Q, a U, a V, a W, um, you know where to find us because we need you. For I mean, that's reasons. kind of a lot of missing letters to be, you know, it sounds like we're so close to completing the alphabet, but like 25% of it is, is That's not, not important. there. That's not important. <laughs> we had a lot of doubles. There's a lot of, um, let's see, when I was looking at this, there's a whole lot of J's. We have five, six J's. I think that's just true in the world in general that's these true. days. That's true. Those, na- those names are really popular. They are. But that's what we've got for Two Truths and a Lie. And what I really want to end our episode, our 100th episode on is to show our appreciation for a number of folks, which again, we would we would not be celebrating this 100th episode or really one episode of Breaking Badness without these people's support. And I'm sure I'm missing many people, but I'd first and foremost like to thank my mentor, Ariella Robison, for entrusting myself and the whole Breaking Badness team to embark on this Pawnee adventure. You've always gone out of your way to ensure we have the resources we needed to set up the podcast for success and always empowered us to bring our full selves into this project. I'm also like to thank John Roderick for producing our killer music bed and sharing your equipment recommendations to make our audio quality what it is today. I'd also like to thank Seabrin Hansen who came in and did some audio engineering magic to fine tune our sound. You gave us a crash course in production that dramatically improved our podcast uh, caliber. And here's a really big one. Thank you to all of our special guests whose names I'll list as quickly as possible at the the end of this uh, episode. I'm always blown away by how kind and supportive you all are. Thank you for meeting up with me at large shows online to share your experiences. Thank you for meeting up with Tim and with Chad, with Emily, with Tarek. I'm still in great touch with many of you. So I just also want to thank you for your continued friendship and support. But most importantly, I want to thank you, our audience, for tuning in every week and supporting us. You're the reason we take the weekly grind of producing Breaking Badness. You're the reason we take on the weekly grind of producing Breaking Badness. You... You're the solar winds beneath our wings. Are the solar winds beneath... I feel like um, I need a Smokey the Bear poster, but it's like, only you can support Breaking Badness. But you're truly the reason we continue to challenge each other to create the best podcast possible. So I hope you all cherish this episode. It means a lot to share our experiences and behind the scenes of Breaking Badness. Hours and hours of blood, sweat, and threats, I mean tears, go into this podcast. And although it's a ton of work, I feel like I won the lottery by partnering with the most humble, informed, patient, and downright hilarious co-hosts. So here's to 100 more episodes and a million more puns. Cheers. Cheers. Gabna. Huzzah! Huzzah. 
I think that sounds pretty proportionate. I think my math, I think it uh, works out there. Calculates about right. <laughs> all right, I'm going to try to say all the Breaking Badness guest names in alphabetic order as quickly as possible. Adam Levin, Alan Liska, Ali Millen, Alyssa Miller, Andrew Hay, Aisha Prakash, Bo Friedlander, Brian Hughes, Charity Wright, Chloe Mastagi, Chris Triolo, Gabriel Gums, Graham Cluley, Irfan Asrar, Jackie Abrams, Jeff Horn, Jennifer Leggio, Jerry Gamblin, Joe Slowick, John Oltsik, Jonathan Sander, Kat Sweet, Katie Nichols, Kyle Wilhoyt, Liz, Matthew Paul, Neve Muldoon, Noel Cookies, Olga Gilani, Paul Vixie, Ryan Kovar, Sean McNee, Sherry DeGrippo, Taylor Wilkes Pierce, Turbo Conwell, Zena Olson, Zoe Rose. So a big thank you to the 37 of you. Look forward to having you on our podcast again and to have many more guests. Big thank you for Breaking Badness. We're back next week. Bye-bye now. <laughs> uh, bye-bye. bye-bye. <laughs> That's about all we have for this week. You can find us on Twitter at Domain Tools. All of the articles and IOCs mentioned today will be included in our blog post, which can be found at domaintools.com slash resources slash podcasts. Catch us every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific time when we publish our podcast and blog. That's all we have for this week. We'll see you next week on another episode of Breaking Badness. Until then, remember, don't drink and click. <laughs>